If you've been following the news, you know about the people of the Standing Rock Sioux Reservation fighting the Dakota Access Pipeline to protect their land, their water, their way of life. It's been going on for months, and we've seen the pictures of water protectors standing up to blizzards, to police, to water cannons in the freezing cold. It's David fighting Goliath. We sent Liz Mack to Standing Rock to find out what happens when history calls on you to step up. Snap judgment. I did wonder what I was going to do. I'm thinking about, okay, what's, what's, what's happening in this world? Am I going to go to the Standing Rock? What am I going to do? This is Lance King. He lost his trucking job a few weeks ago, and that's when he decided to come to Standing Rock. Lance was touring around with his brother's band, raising money to bring here. They're from the Pine Ridge Reservation in South Dakota. And this is where we're at. Last night was freezing, but it only froze whenever I got out of my, my, my sleeping bag. And my blankets were all wet for some reason. He sleeps in a tent surrounded by RVs and teepees. That's where the people who've always lived here stay, along with activists, the media, and the tourists. You can tell these tent villages apart from each other by the cardboard signs they prop up front. What does it smell like? Oh, it smells like a campfire. Where you see the camp and you see the fire and everything is just like the smell of the smell of wood. Some cedar, sage. Can you describe it? Sweet. Calming. It might be calm now, but that calm can be short-lived. Rumors of a raid are starting to spread, and tensions are building. And Lance, he doesn't know what he's here to do. The people he would normally look to, that he's used to following, they aren't here. I, I, I've been doubting about, about how much strength and power I have with my words and my meaning, my presence. Um, like, I always put myself in the background. Like I said, I'm the youngest boy, so you, you know, you, you're following big footsteps, you know, and you're going to try to fill those. And I almost, almost felt like I wasn't good enough. Lance is the grandson of Matthew H. King. Look him up, and you'll see he's a legend, a wisdom keeper and spiritual leader for the Oglala Lakota people in Pine Ridge, South Dakota. Good Lord. He was an amazing person. Just being around him, you will feel a presence of greatness. So when he died... My grandma answered the door, and she said, your grandpa's gone now, so it's up to you boys. My brother Matt, he was supposed to be here. And his name was Matthew II, Matthew King. He's the one that's supposed to be doing this, not me. You know, I mean, he was... He was my teacher, like my grandfather. He was my big brother, and he was next in line. God, if you ever met him, you'd, I wouldn't even, you wouldn't even know who I was. If Matt was there, I was not around. Like, I was non-existent. Hey, 
and then he died in 2014 motorcycle accident um and then uh he's and then they left you know Tungashla called him home you know um that's when I knew it was just okay now it's me now the next morning it's Thanksgiving day across the river officers are positioned on top of a sacred ancestral burial mound the water protectors want them to leave and that starts an incredibly tense six hour standoff and so, so tell, tell me, like, how many people are down there? How many people are up there? What are we seeing? Oh, I couldn't tell you. There's you... several hundred people on the riverbank here on both sides up there. Uh, there's at least 100 cops up there. I counted over 30 shotguns and automatic weapons, semi-automatic weapons. And that doesn't include all the handguns that they've got. The tension is just boiling right now. And, and everyone is putting their face masks on. They're putting on goggles. Um, they're basically getting protect. They're getting ready to um, get attacked with some kind of chemical. You are standing on the graves of our ancestors. You are standing on the graves of our ancestors. We are asking you to leave. We are asking you to leave. When you start to leave. I'm looking for Lance among the crowd. Lance? Lance? No. Is you? No. Oh, sorry. Okay. Nowhere. There's action on my end, but in the distance, on Highway 1806, there's also a blockade, packed with police and lined with cement blocks, barbed wire, and armored vehicles. Lance went there. As soon as I got there, Obviously, everybody was there. There was an elder sitting in the front line there on a chair. And I was wondering what was going on, so I was asking people different questions. People were angry, yelling, and the cops were actually waving for somebody to come talk. It was probably about 50 officers. Um, one had his hand on his gun, so that kind of freaked me out. I just thought, this is it. I had that thought, like, this is a trick. They're calling me over, and then they're going to tackle me and arrest me. And I told one of the guys that was standing there, I said, if anything happens to me, remember my name, Lance King, and just relay that to the, to the circle. And uh, hopefully somebody will know my name if anything happens. Of course, there was fear there. I'm not going to say it. There wasn't. Um, but then again, what they wanted to say was more important to me so that I can take that back to the people. I'm walking towards them with my hands in the air to show them that I'm unarmed. And that was my first immediate response, put your hands up. These guys are on full alert. They, they are ready to kill at, at the moment. So I walked with my hands up in the air, and there was two gentlemen with me. They were, they were angry, and I told them to, you know, calm down, we're here to talk. And, and when I got there, and I started speaking with the officers, I don't know who was in charge, but he had asked me what was going on. I told him, I said, hey, um, there was a rumor going around the camp that you guys are going to invade us. <clears throat> and he said, no. He says, we're not here to do anything. We're staying on our side. You guys are going to stay across the bridge. So I proceeded to talk, reminding them that this water, we're pr protecting this water against this pipeline for you guys too. And I reminded them that anytime you guys want to lay your badges down, you can. You know. And I said, you guys can come over here and help us. Help us defeat this pipeline. He didn't say anything because everybody was like peeking over these 
these, uh, those barricades to listen. And I know they're there to feed their families. Um, but I told them, I said, you don't have to have that job. I see you guys can do something else. Come and help us. Next time you get an order, I hope you can decide to say no. To carry that burden for the rest of your life is going to haunt you. It's going to carry, you're going to carry that for the rest of your life. They, they, they were nodding. Their expressions answered me. After that, I, I turned around, I went back. Then I explained to the people that we are here to protect. We are a peaceful camp. We're a spiritual camp. This is a prayer war. I said, but no way should anybody be going out and threatening those officers. I said, you guys shouldn't be doing that. We're not here for that. We're not here to fight. We're, we're here to pray. How do you, how do you feel now? Uh, I feel um, like, I feel like a rebirth. I feel like, I feel alive. I feel like a man with purpose. I never thought that I would be talking directly to the officers over there. I never thought I would ever be doing that. Like I would be, I see this on Facebook. I see these confrontations. I'm like, wow, that's, that's gotta be scary. That's gotta be just, you know what I mean? And then when I went up there, it was just, I was in that role too. I felt it was my duty to go up there. I felt like my grandfather. I felt how he looked. And I was thinking about it today when I was walking around the camp and I'm just like, I never felt so light. Like I was just like, there's nothing holding me back no more. Many thanks to Lance King for sharing his story. Lance is an Oglala Lakota headsman from the Pine Ridge Reservation in South Dakota, and he's still there at Standing Rock, fighting the good fight. Stampus, you might have heard that the building of the Dakota Access Pipeline has been halted for now. But know this, the fight still continues. To read more about Lance's grandfather, check out the book Noble Red Man, Lakota wisdom keeper Matthew King by writer Harvey Arden. For more details, go to our website, snapjudgment.org. That original score and sound design was by Leon Morimoto, who was there on the scene with producer Liz Mack.